welcome to the Peace Church Life Change Podcast. Peace Church exists to glorify God and make disciples by helping everyday people experience life change through Christ-centered relationships. Thank you for joining us today on our podcast as we celebrate life change through the ministries of Peace Church. Welcome back to the Peace Church Life Change Podcast. This is episode number eight. My name is Brad Perry. I am the mobilization pastor here at Peace Church. Uh, We're excited for you uh, to be with us today. Also want to remind you, if you've not yet subscribed to the Peace Church Life Change Podcast, you can do that on whatever platform you use to listen to this podcast, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever it may be. Uh, Just click subscribe on there, and then all of these podcasts will go directly to your phone or computer or whatever it is you use to listen to this. Uh, We're excited today. We've got Chris Davenport with us. Uh, We've been supporting Chris as a church planner for years. Uh, First off, as he went out to Hawaii to help start a church, and now he is the uh, lead pastor of the Bridge Church in Fredericksburg, Virginia. So, Deport, it is good to have you with us today, man. So, if you would open up, just tell us a little bit about yourself and your family so we can get to know you a little bit today. Yeah, absolutely. First of all, let me say I'm just super excited to be able to join in 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 y'all's podcast like uh this is awesome what you're doing and and um hopefully it's going to bring life change um not just in north carolina but across the entire world like this is awesome um in our family so um again my name is chris davenport and and i'm from chattanooga tennessee uh born and raised and i went to Bible College at Welch College. Back then it was Free Will Baptist Bible College and played basketball there. And then I met my lovely wife in uh, in church. Um, uh, church, uh, the Donaldson Fellowship is the church that I met her. And um, we became really good friends and then we started dating. And uh, now we have a beautiful daughter. Um, her name's Lily James Davenport. She's four years old and and she's a gymnast. <laughs> she's uh, she's awesome. And uh, my wife Megan is a nurse. Um, and we've started a church in uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia, called the Bridge Church. And so that's a little bit about us. Man, that's awesome. Uh, you mentioned that you played basketball at Welch. I heard a rumor just the other day that you guys were playing some team up in Philadelphia, and that you got dunked on so hard is this true that like it was so bad like you fell over like you were on the ground and the guy windmilled over is this a true story or not oh that is not a true story first of all (laughs) what happened was I was dribbling the ball up the court and uh uh, somehow it was a foul definitely a foul oh yeah for sure (laughs) flagrant flagrant (laughs) intentional (laughs) ended up on the ground and uh guy just took the ball and it didn't look like he could he could jump and he um man he jumped high and just windmilled it oh my gosh like the game was over and people were still making the windmill motion i'm sorry i'm sorry one of the uh most embarrassing moments of my life well i'm glad that we could bring that out right off the bat to kick this thing off with your most embarrassing moment uh real quick man just tell us a little bit about your previous ministry experience what kind of prepared you and led you uh to be able to start the bridge church um, and I think it'd be very helpful for us to to get to know you a little bit. Yeah. So um, I first started serving at the the Donaldson Fellowship. I was um, helping out in um, the kids ministry and then I, I helped out with high schoolers and I always loved taking mission trips. And um, I was presented uh, with one of my friends from college that said, 
that uh, they wanted to start a church in Hawaii. I was like, oh, that is awesome. And then they were like, hey, we would love for you to go. And so um, my wife and I was praying about that. And um, I ended up going, taking a mission trip to Utah where I just absolutely fell in love with Mormons um, where like, I was like, man, I really want them to know the gospel. Like I really want to teach them Christ. And um, in fact, after that mission trip, I went back to Nashville and I, we literally started like witnessing to Mormons. Um, well, it was pretty much time for us to make a decision of if we were going to go to Hawaii or not. And um, I told him, I was telling um, that lead pastor uh, he was like, hey, so, so what do you think? I was like, man, I just, I'm, I'm called to Mormons. I don't know what that looks like in my life. And he goes, hey, uh, Hawaii ranks in the top, I think at the time was the top five places of Mormons. And we didn't know that. And I was like, wow, this is interesting. And so we started doing the research and we were like, yeah, we're, God's, God's leading us here. And we end up um, going to Hawaii and, and witnessing to Mormons and, and um, um, getting to know the area and the people and, and really just, uh, God began to start molding me and changing me into something that I never thought I would be, which is a lead, a lead church planner or a lead pastor. And um, getting to learn from um, that lead pastor, Carl Sproul, and other other church planners, um, God was just molding, molding my family and I, saying like, "Hey, it's time for y'all to go start a church somewhere." And um, so we we end up doing a residency in Nashville, and then um, we moved to to Fredericksburg. That's awesome, man. So you guys have launched such a church, but what is the mission of the Bridge Church? Yeah, so um, our mission statement is uh, we exist to be a bridge uh, to freedom, purpose, and fulfillment in Jesus Christ. And so um, all that means is like uh, we believe that Jesus is the only person that can give us freedom for our lives, um, that, that we've been in bondage with sin, and Jesus is the only person that can uh, take away that shame and that guilt that's in our lives. And then from that, he directs us, he gives us a purpose um, for our life that we just fall in love with. And we, um, this void begins to be filled and we're satisfied. And it, it, that brings on fulfillment. And so true fulfillment to where we're just serving the Lord uh, with all our heart. And so we, we bring that mission statement um, here to Fredericksburg saying, man, I know you guys like you have this void in your life. Well, let me tell you who can give you a purpose, but first you need to be free. And you'll find fulfillment in all of that. And so, um, yeah, that's our, that's our mission statement. That's what that's we awesome. believe in the bridge church. And so you challenge, your, you challenge your people, hey, go be a bridge, right? Yeah, that's it. I like, love it. We, uh, we, we don't want to build walls, you know? Yeah. And what a perfect time during this pandemic. Like, sometimes these walls keep us from um, presenting the gospel to people in the community. And so uh, now that we can't meet in churches, like it, it gives us no choice but to go out and, and share the gospel and bring people to, um, um, to our live streams um, on Facebook and then soon to be YouTube. So, Yeah, and along those same lines, so you guys, you know, you built up, you were reaching your community, ready to, to have this, this grand opening, huge launch. You had two services and then all of a sudden, COVID-19 happens and we're not able to meet together. So, man, I hate that for you guys that you started, uh, only got two services. And so now you're going to have to kind of rebuild that momentum again. But for you, like what's been the biggest challenge for the Bridge Church, being a brand new church and adjusting to COVID-19? Because you had all these plans of being in a school, working so hard with tech teams and kids ministry teams. And now all of a sudden, like everything just changes. So yeah. what's been some of the big challenges for you guys? 
yeah, man, uh, you're right. Like we had, um, it, it was really crazy. Like it, we, it shows us that we're really not in control. One, right. And uh, it, we just had these amazing plans. Like, man, we're going to have this awesome launch. And then um, we're going to get to reach more people. And uh, when Easter hits, you know, like this is going to be amazing. We're going to keep this momentum. And, um, and it's like, nope, it's not happening. <laughs> and so the biggest challenge uh, for us during this time um, is really making sure that those guests and new people that came in um, on our services are staying, staying in touch and making sure that they're continuing to, um, you know, like find fulfillment out of the Bridge Church through Jesus. And um, so that's, that's probably might have been the, the biggest challenge, as well as people, like our people are loving people, touching people. And it's so hard with this social distancing to not be able to give hugs and handshakes and, and all of those things. Um, I think we might have figured out a way to continue to have everyone connected still, though, um, as we launch Connect Groups um, May 17th. And so um, hopefully that will be able to get that push of, hey, just because just because we're social distancing, it doesn't mean we can't still meet. So, Man, for sure. Um, man, you remind me of somebody um, that, that I look up to. He's my spiritual hero uh, because he was a pastor, but he was an evangelist at heart. Mm. And I kind of label you an evangelist pastor. Yeah, because that, it, I think you're a great pastor, but man, you have got a heart for evangelism. And so you remind me of Gordon Sebastian. So Gordon <laughs> Sebastian was my granddad. He pastored Peace Church for 40 years, wow. uh, was an awesome pastor. I mean, you, you've been to our church. Like he built, um, I mean, God built it, but I mean, but God used him to, to, to really grow a church and be a very successful pastor. But man, at, at his heart, my granddad was always an evangelist. Uh, you remind me a lot of my granddad. So, like, I call you the present-day Gordon Sebastian in my eyes. Um, Man, but I'm... being an evangelist, like, have you always had that evangelistic heart? Uh, and if so, like, where did that come from? Yeah. Uh, in fact, me and my mom was talking about this the other day. Uh, when I first gave my life to Christ, like, I was like, whoa, like, this is this is different. Like, I just feel like I need to tell everybody about Jesus. And I can see, like, man, there's, there's this transformation that was happening that I could not, like, keep back. I was like, man, like, I know broken people, mm -hmm. and I want them to know this, this feeling that I'm getting uh, from the Lord. And we had an assignment to do um, where we were supposed to – it was – I think it was my senior year or something like that. We were supposed to um, witness to um, someone or something like that. And uh, a lot of my classmates were kind of like faking it or, or doing it over the telephone or, and things like that. And I was like, no, man, like y'all I'm burdened. Like there's this gas station that I go to that that's just filled with Muslims and um, they own it. And I've just built up this relationship. And so I remember the day I took um, my Bible, um, my Bible in there. I, I didn't really know how to read that yet. And uh, I knew John 3.16. I didn't, I didn't know it by heart. Like, I had to try to find it by looking at the table of contents. And um, I, I went in there, and I started sharing the gospel to him. I don't remember what really I said. Uh, definitely nothing heretical. <laughs> but uh, I was just telling him, like, man, the Lord wants you. He loves you. And, and um, he never get, they never gave their life to Christ. But that feeling, it never, it never stopped. And so um, although I might have been turned down that day, like I consistently kept sharing the gospel to whoever I would have come in contact with. So, 
So like, as you share the gospel, um, cause I think this will be a very helpful conversation for people to hear. Um, because I'm telling you, like, you are an evangelist. Like I remember years ago when you were in Nashville, I think before going to Hawaii, uh, you were actually talking, Hey, you shot me a text and a group of people text, like, Hey, pray for this guy. And all of a sudden you send me a picture of your waiter at Chili's and you're yeah. like, Hey, this is so-and-so man. We, we sat down to eat and man, he just gave his heart to Christ as our waiter. And I'm just like, this joker goes to Chili's to eat and wins his, his waiter to Christ. I'm like, man, it's amazing. So, you know, having that evangelistic heart is awesome, but are there certain like approaches or certain ways that you try to approach people with the gospel to begin that conversation or does it just come naturally to you or like what kind of way, what's your thought process as you're going to build relationships with people? Yeah. I think you just hit it just then. Like um, my whole purpose uh, I think is to, to build that relationship in that moment. And I don't, I don't want to waste um, any time with anything else. Like I don't want to turn, turn off. Um, you know, I, like I, I immediately think about, man, like I want to, I want to start a relationship with him because I want him to know Jesus or her to know Jesus. And so, uh, that I remember that, um, TJ, he's awesome. Um, in fact, he uh, was attending Donaldson for, for a little bit, but, um, I, I remember that day I was, I was talking with him, getting to know him. He, in that moment, he's like, I like sports. I play ball. And, um, I just, from that little bit of conversation, I just asked him like, Hey, do you, do you attend a church? Do you know the Lord? And um, he's like, no, I don't even know what that means or what to do. And I was like, man, let me talk to you about this. Because it's, um, it's very easy to do it for people that are opened up, right? Like when um, Jesus tells the disciples to go by twos and knock on each door. And um, if some people don't want it, dust the sandals off and go to the next. And so that's, that's really what it's about for me. Like, I'm like, let's, let's talk to them. And if they, if they don't want it, you know, if they're like, seem turned off by the gospel, that's okay. Like dust your sandals off and you're going to run into someone else. That's going to be like, yes, I want to know this Lord that you're talking about. Um, so um, I never get discouraged anymore when people say no, cause I've had that. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, our, uh, our first, the first person I had ever talked to and tried to get them to be a part of the bridge church or the team at the time, um, I was talking with him and he, he literally shut it off. He was like, Hey, I'm not interested. Well, um, our last service, I still have his number. He texted me and said, Hey, I just watched your service and I loved it. Mm. And, um, I'm like, see, like now his heart's ready. In fact, his mom reached out to me on Facebook and was like, Hey, tell me about this church. And I'm like, Whoa, like all of this just from this one moment. So anyway, the answer to your question is I, try to start a quick relationship with them very, very fast. And then I begin to start sharing the gospel. Man. So what, um, what kind of advice would you give to that person who is struggling to just take that step? Like they know, I mean, cause we got people in our church, uh, they hear all the time. You need to be building what we call a Christ centered relationship. Um, but you need to be sharing your faith. You need to be building that relationship. So what would you say to that person that like, they know they need to do it, but whether it's just fear or whatever it may be, they're just not doing it. So how would you help that person to give them some advice to just say, take that step to to do it? What would your advice be to them? Yeah, um, that God commands us to do it. Um, And I I don't mean to say that harshly, but Mm -hmm. encouragement behind that is um, one, he's he's gonna be there with you while you're doing that. And two, like when they turn it down, don't get discouraged, like keep going. Um, And so I think, I think my encouragement for them would be like, man, it's a, it's a command that God asked for all Christians um, to follow. 
And, um, and, and then there's a, there's a list that I keep, it's called a friends list and it's a little easier. Um, but a friends list is F R A N. So in that category, you have two friends that are not Christians that you want to share the gospel to. You have two relatives. That's not a Christian that you want to share the gospel to, two associates, people that you work with, they're not Christians and two neighbors. Um, they're not Christian. And so you continue to filter out that friends list, um, which will encourage you to share the gospel. Um, even more. So my encouragement is, it's a it's a command for one that we that we must follow if we're true believers, um, and for two, people are going to say no, but um, we plant the seed. We plant the seed, and God does the rest with it. Man, that's awesome. I love it. I love it. Um, well, we call this the Life Change Podcast. So our mission at Peace Church, we say Peace Church exists to glorify God and make disciples by helping Ooh. everyday people. That's right, by helping everyday people experience life change through Christ-centered relationships. And so one of the things that we do with this podcast is just, it's a, a platform for us to be able to just celebrate life change. So mm-hmm. man, could you just share with us just a life change story through the ministry of Bridge Church? It could be from personal evangelism. Yeah. It could be from your worship services. It could be just personal discipleship of, uh, with your team. Like what, what's a life change story you could celebrate through the bridge? Yeah, well, our vision um, is to make intentional disciple makers. Um, reach diverse communities with the gospel and launch healthy churches. And um, so I, I, I say that because I want to tell a story. There's my friend, Chris Curtis. Yeah, he's been attending our church. He runs the lights. And he said, uh, man, I'm just passionate. Like, I want to tell people about Jesus. I want people to about coming to our church. Um, and so he started reaching out to all of his friends on Facebook. And um, one of his friends had contacted him back and was like, hey, I want to meet your pastor. And so um, he, he um, got us connected and I sat with this guy um, at Starbucks and me and him just talked and he goes, um, do you guys have a drummer? Like um, I, I told my wife before I came out here that I was hoping that you didn't have a drummer. And um, I was like, actually, we don't have a drummer and we need one. And um, he was like, yes. So he came that very next Sunday and um, his wife is not a Christian, don't have a relationship with Christ. And um, he's playing the drums um, at a pre, it was a pre-launch service. Um, he's playing the drums and, and, uh, and we get these connect cards that say, like, um, I commit my life to Christ. Uh, I want to be baptized. And, and there's some other things that are on there. Like, I want to serve in these areas in this capacity. Uh, well, I get this connect card back that comes from his wife that all boxes are just checked. She's like, I want to commit my life to Christ. I want to be baptized. Like, I, I want to serve in the church. Um, I want you to pray for my family. Like, like all of this has been amazing. And um, I, I called her and, and talked to her. And uh, she's like, yep, I'm, I'm giving my life to Christ. Like, this is well. And um, she was our second baptism in the church. And um, this, uh, the, our drummer, Jonathan, I've gotten to um, mold, God has been molding him through me and um, shaping him up to lead his family well. And uh, also he's been, we started this new series on Wednesday nights at 530 called Reignite. And um, he's in charge of that, <laughs> you know? And like, this is coming from someone that um, hadn't been coming to church. He's been, he's been, he says he's a Christian and his wife's not saved and God's just orchestrated in his life. And now on Wednesday nights, he's um, recapping what happened on Sunday and, and how it's continuing to, to change lives in our community. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's my big story. 
all about making disciples. And so you have, it starts with this one guy in our church that said, hey, I need to reach out uh, to people. He reaches out to this person that's now our drummer whose wife wasn't saved. And um, he's making an impact on his wife's life, bringing her to church. She comes to church, hears the gospel, gets saved. And um, now her husband is leading an area in our church. Uh, it's just, just amazing. Can't make that stuff up. Man, that is, that's incredible. So how can we be praying for you in the British church, man? Yeah, well, during this time, connect groups are starting up. And so um, we want people to join in on that. Um, we even have connect group leaders, uh, four of them. And then um, we just, and then during this time, we really still continue to want to be the hands and feet of Jesus, which that, that has never stopped with us. We just continue to love on our, our neighbors and, and um, we've partnered up with a local food bank, which is really, really cool. And um, we just we just keeping at it. And so that we don't lose momentum because we haven't lost it. So our prayer is connect groups go well and that we just don't lose momentum, that more people will continue to um, want to know about Jesus uh, through the Bridge Church. Um, that when we launch back up, it'll be like another uh, relaunch service for us. That'll be jammed packed. Like the first one that we had, no one could move anywhere. Wow. Almost like, man, do we need to change locations? Do we need to go to services, you know? And, um, you know, God is just providing what we can handle. And we're thankful for that. Yeah. Well, you know, I keep up with you guys. Obviously, I follow you on your Facebook page. So I see you constantly out in the community. Uh, so if people want to keep up with you, they want to keep up with the Bridge Church, like what avenues do you have for people to, to stay connected to you guys? Yeah, so on all social media, it's uh, the Bridge FXBG. So um, F is in Fredericksburg. It's, it's really like a, um, mm -hmm. like it's initials for Fredericksburg, I think, but it's uh, uh, FXBG. So on, on all social media sites, the Bridge FXBG. And then our website that just finished getting developed, which is awesome. Um, it's the bridge fxbg.org. Um, so fxbg.org. Awesome. I'll, I'll make sure to put links to those in the, uh, uh, in the notes to this. So people can just click on it from the, from the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Well, cool, man. Uh, Chris, we appreciate it. And so before we get out of here though, this is, this is sort of the fun part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rep that hat, son. So if y'all like his hat, uh, go by the E6 Cafe and get you one of the Peace Church hats. I like that. <laughs> you know what? It, the barbershops are closed, so like Deepport ain't been able to get a haircut for like four weeks. So notice the hat won't stay down, you know, because <laughs> Oh, man. All right, man. So real quick, these are just personal questions so we can get to know you. So number one, what's your favorite junk food? Because I know everybody's in quarantine, so we're just like killing junk food. So like for you, what's that go-to junk food? Man, um, we've been eating up some pop tarts in our house, <laughs> dominating those. So, what what flavor pop tarts? Strawberry. <laughs> okay, strawberry pop tarts. Um, Megan likes brown sugar though. That's mine. Yep, that's what <laughs> he says. She likes brown sugar. <laughs> oh, pop tarts. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Um, so, if you had to change your name. What would you change it to other than young lad? What would you change your name to? Um, handsome, you know, <laughs> you know, they call him handsome. They call him handsome. <laughs> I can promise you I'll never call you that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, what's the most impactful book other than the Bible that you've read? Um, man, there's, there's been a lot actually. Um, there's this book called, uh, shoot, what is that? Um, T for T, 
Have you read okay. that? I haven't read it. Oh man, it's awesome. It's um it's a uh really a, a missional book where it just helps you to learn and share the gospel. But uh T for T it's awesome. Sweet. Uh what's the funniest prank you've ever been a part of? Oh man. There's been a lot. I, I remember in Bible college, this was this actually happened to me. They put um in these their are bunk beds, right? And uh, yeah. holes on the side of them, on the rails. And they stuffed chicken liver all down there. And we walked into, after basketball practice, we walked into our room. We're like, what is that smell? And so, like, we've been slept with it for two days until we just happened to start cleaning the room and lifting up the bed. And all of it just starts oozing out. It was gross, man. This one time I tried to prank my wife by putting those, like, um, you know, Fourth of July, those little poppers, uh, putting under the, the toilet seat. Um, <laughs> so that what she sits it would pop. It didn't work, man. It didn't work. Uh, it's like she noticed it. She sniffed it out. So um, yeah, you got you got to come with a stronger plan next time. Dude, that's <laughs> terrible about the chicken livers. That's awful. It was bad. It was bad. Man. Um. Yeah. What's something interesting about you that most people don't know? Um. Interesting. Let's see. Uh, I don't know. I like to. I like to read. <laughs> oh, chess! I'm I'm like a huge chess player. Um, I okay. played high school. I was on the chess team. Not many people know that. And um, I learned chess from my my oldest brother. But um, we were in competitions, and uh, I, I mean, I'm still undefeated to this day. So uh, let's go. <laughs> nah, I, I can't. I got no part in that. Um. <laughs> If you could sit down and have a conversation with anyone, living or dead, who would it be? Other than Jesus. Yeah, other than Jesus. Okay. Um, man, I would love to talk to Magic Johnson. Like, I just would love just to have a conversation with him. He's su such a business-minded, and uh, he has a heart for people. And, um, man, I would love to be able to talk with him and, and <laughs> share – this is probably weird, but share the gospel with him <laughs> – and uh, love on him and care for him. And so anyway. Yeah, well, I told people you're an evangelist at heart. So you're like, I want to sit down with Magic Johnson so I can share the gospel with him. <laughs> That's awesome, though. All right, this is real important. There's a rumor going around that you produced your own rap album okay. when you were in college. Yes. So real quick, I want you to give me four bars about the greatness of LeBron James in a rap. Oh, no. <laughs> give me four bars on the greatness. Come on, freestyle something about LeBron James' greatness. Oh, no. Yeah, hats going backwards. You're getting ready. No, I can't. Come on. Let's go. Oh, man. Listen, I'm a, I'm a writer. Let me, let me think. Um, uh, <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> um, this is terrible. Let's see. See if I can think of something. Can I at least get a beat or something? <laughs> Woo, let's go. Uh, LeBron James, he ain't the greatest. Uh, he's never been the greatest. Magic Johnson is the latest. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, this is bad. It's awful, man. I don't got it no more. So, so, so your album had like two sales, you and your mom, that, right? That was it. <laughs> so, man. Um, oh, gosh. I did. I can't believe you remember that. Someone well, I didn't. Aaron told me about that. So you can, you can hold that down on Aaron Pierce. That was all him. It was, uh, that was, those were, I had 16 songs. Um, on so my is this on iTunes? <laughs> no, I'm not okay. telling you where it is. If I'm going to find like it. The, 
<laughs> oh gosh. All right. So we're almost done. Um, I think I know the answer to this after that last question, but what do you wish you were better at doing? <laughs> Freestyling. No. What, what's something you wish you were better at doing? Um, uh, I wish I was better at, man, there's, I mean, there's a lot of things that I wish I was better at doing. Um, I wish I was, oof, I wish I was better at, um, man, I don't know. It's just like a, this is tough. Cause there's so much. Um, I wish I was better at, uh, putting, um, uh, putting family over ministry. Hmm. Like, is that, uh, is that okay if I'm vulnerable like that? Man, like, absolutely. I was better at, um, putting family over ministry. That's one area where I think that I can really be better in and, yeah. uh, want to get better with that so well last question is this man who is it that inspires you to be better um man um my mentor um robert morgan is uh he definitely inspires me a lot um in fact i just looked over his sermon um his sermon notes for this sunday and uh that that man is amazing and so uh when i look at him I'm like you know that that's where I, that's what I want to be. You know, obviously you want to be like Christ. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And I love what Paul says, follow me as I, as I follow Christ. And so, man, what a great leader he is um, to lead people towards that direction. So. Yeah. Deport, man, that's awesome. Uh, we appreciate you taking time today to be with us on the uh, Peace Church Life Change podcast. Yeah. 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 Cut that rap out. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> we had some fun with that. I appreciate you just cutting loose and have a little bit of fun with us. Uh, thank you all for joining in and, and tuning in to this one. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks uh, to celebrate life change again uh, through the ministries of Peace Church. Deport, have an awesome day, man. Awesome. Be a bridge. That's right. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Peace Church Life Change Podcast. We hope that you were challenged and encouraged today as you listened. Until next time, Peace Church, you are sent. Let's go make disciples.